everybody. It is July 12th, 2023. We're doing the show with the door open. It's so goddamn nice. Nice. Good God. You think good. business is good for Alan Taylor? Uh, yeah, I think it's great for Alan Taylor right now. I think would be the perfect time. And again, like we say all the time, Dave, if you didn't listen to us, guess whose fault it is? It's yeah. not mine. It's not Dave's. No, sir. Your fault. You're paying the price. You're sitting out there asking your wife, is it hot in here? Yeah. Goddamn it is. If you're looking for Alan Taylor, he's the guy that's saying, I told you so. Look, here's the deal, man. This is perfect pool weather. It's not cooling down either. Look at what it's going to be the rest of the week. And you all know it's going to be extremely hot all the way through September. That's why there's nothing like having a tailor-made pool. You ask about available financing, and the pool of your dreams is right there in your own backyard. Tailor-made pools, Alan Taylor, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. So guess what I did tonight, Dave? I went to tailormadepools.net. You can find yeah. the link at daveandjeffshow.com. Because it's one thing for Dave and I to tell you about uh, how great tailor-made pools are. How about actual testimonials okay. from tailor-made pools customers? Dave, are you interested in what Beth had to say? Of course. Of course we want to know what Beth V had to say. This is what she said. Tailor-made pools rescued my pool from being demolished. Oh, boy. Brought it back from the dead. It's now amazingly beautiful. The plaster had to be removed and resurfaced. Alan and his team did an outstanding job. This was the most professional business I've ever come across. Everything was done as described. Every bit of the work was performed on schedule. And the final price was exactly what was estimated. Nice. I highly recommend TaylorMade Pools for swimming pool repair. This company, Alan and his team, were a great pleasure to work with. My money was very well spent. Again, that's from Beth V. You can see it for yourself. I didn't goddamn make it up. Don't (laughs) accuse me of that. I'm not in the mood. You can see it at tailormadepools.net or call Alan. He'll read it to you directly, 619-449-4452. There you go. And as temperatures start to rise, so do tempers. Yes, sir. And when things get a little bit oh, out boy. of hand, maybe oh, you lose boy. it a little bit. And Uh-oh. the cops put you in those cuffs. Oh, clink, clink. And you're going, what am I going to do? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to call Bright City Bill. Bright well, you Bail better have a call say. for you. I just do City in there for some reason. <laughs> Bright Bail Bonds is who you want to call. <laughs> or a friend, whatever. But hey, look, yeah. this is going to be a terrible call. But at least you have a call to make. And you aren't in the middle of nowhere and going, what am I going to do? Fabian and Miguel, they're going to take care of you. Again, more than 20,000 bonds. So you know they're in good hands. And they know what they're doing. They're professional, confidential, caring, non-judgmental. Don't forget about the guys at Bright Bail Bonds, 888-669-0295, 888-669-0295. Dave, not only is it more than 20, now it's more than 25,000 bonds have been written. This is the cool thing. Yeah. They have written bonds ranging from $500 all the way up to $3 million. Oh. So it tells you they have the experience you need during this difficult time, trained for all situations, whether it's DUIs, domestic violence, warrant checks, and more. I was just typing this out to them. Like, I don't want that. I definitely don't want that. Warren check. Uh, Jeff here? Nope. <laughs> I haven't seen him good over here. Ow! My shoulder! It hurts! Now, they're available 24-7, even on holidays. Two great things to check out on their website at brightbailbonds.com. First is the FAQ section covers everything from what is a bail bond to how does it work the other area to check out this is one that i would absolutely read if you know end of the night you get a little thirsty gunk, 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 then you just say yeah you could probably make it home 
Uh, the blog provides great information on topics such as navigating DUI bail bonds in California. You can find that at brightbailbonds.com. Their number is 888-669-0295. There you go. All right, so the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was yesterday. Was it? <laughs> That's what I hear. Shit. Jeff, I missed it. We have direct TV. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? When are they going to get their shit together? They better get it fixed before football season. Yeah, There's right? no way we're going through the NFL with this shit. So well, if you have direct TV, you aren't getting Fox. Well, see, you're in a different situation because you're still running through the dish. Yeah. I have direct TV stream. Okay. So we able to watch it? No, but the point being is that I can just turn it off tomorrow and go back to YouTube TV okay. or Hulu or something like that. But you have to assume it's going to get worked out. Yeah, you hope. At some point. But Who's watching Kathleen Bay? Uh, not me. She looks like a million. Who's watching Troy Hirsch? Nobody. Um, <laughs> what happened to looking like a million? Ah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't get to see anything. I come home. Yeah. My kids and their mom are in Tahoe. Yeah. So I'm house-sitting a home that has my name on the deed. Yeah. That's a little weird. But it's been fun. The dogs ignored me. The cat, the lizard, everybody, nobody gives a shit that I'm there. Is there really a lizard there? Yeah. Oh, fuck. And uh, you got to feed him mealworms. And David's fun because you put the mealworm down and uh, the lizard gets all low. Like it's hunting. It's like, dude, you're not, you're not hunting. Yeah. Okay. I just put it there. Stop acting like you're sneaking around the corner and pulling off the great heist. And the mealworm's like, hey, this is nice. And then it's just, whoop, gone. Later, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, get home last night, reasonable time. Go to watch the All-Star game. Yeah. Ah, the channel's not being carried. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and so, yeah. I was able to watch it at 10 o'clock at night last night on FS1. They replayed it. <laughs> Why, why would you watch a replay I wanted of the All-Star You know what? Game. I've never missed one as long as I've loved baseball. And the All-Star game is obviously not what it used to be. True. And, and so you sit there and you look at the different games. And, you know, other people, I don't know, man. Maybe we're just old. But the game used to actually mean something. Like, oh, yeah. You and I weren't, you know, knowledgeable enough for even paying attention when Ray Fossey got taken out by Pete Rose. Now man. I'm not talking that. But it used to be a big deal. If you were an American League guy, and you probably yep. grew up as an American League fan. Oh, yeah. And, yo, man, can the National League do it? I was always yeah. a National League fan. And yesterday, I was like, man, I hope the National League really wins. But it wasn't going to make or break my day like it would have when I was 10. It, it got a little bit diluted once interleague play came in. Exactly. Because in the past, you never really had the opportunity to see Greg Maddox face yep. Bo Jackson, right? I mean, pick whoever. And now, because every team plays everybody... And, I mean, I get it. I heard for three days about the uniforms. I get it. But it used to be really cool because you would see those unique Randy Johnson, John Cruck matchups, right, that yep. everybody uh, was looking at. You go, oh, wow. Uh, it's a little bit what we saw World Baseball Classic when it was Otani against Trout. Yeah. That's the way the All-Star game used to feel. But now it's, it's diluted. Yeah. Not the same. I mean... I don't know. Still fun. I mean, we went when they were here in 2016. Yeah. Had a great time. I'm really glad I saw it. It was the one yeah. thing on my sports bucket list that I hadn't seen. Oh, that's funny. I've been, I think that one was my third. 
third Major League Baseball All-Star game. Yeah, it was that... It was at the one in San Diego, which I think was around 89. Yeah. And that was cool. The one I loved, that was at Qualcomm. It was, well, 92. The one 92. In San Diego, 92. Okay. That, I was at that one. I think 78, 92, and 2016, I think is the so one. So 92 and 16, I was here. And then it was pretty fun the other night seeing A-Rod yeah. and Cal Ripken talk about 2001 yeah. because I was at that game. That's right. Tony's last All-Star game mm-hmm. sitting... With Kurt Sandoval from Channel 7 uh, in L.A., married to Jeannie Zalasco, who was hosting for Fox, and they knew, Ripken didn't know, nobody knew, but Fox knew, and Jeannie told Kurt, Kurt told me, hey, keep an eye on this, because A-Rod's about to switch with Cal. Yeah. And it was funny hearing Cal the other day say, I was kind of (laughs) pissed. I had a bigger glove. I didn't want to do it. Look at Booney home run. Get out of here, baby. Watching the celebrity softball game right now. My man, Brett Boone, just taking him yard. Love it. Um, Look at this idiot. (laughs) I love that guy. No hat. No hat. Just, yeah, can't do that. Dancing around the, Booney looks good. He does. 54. Dude, Booney's the man. Uh, God damn. Look at this maniac. Look at that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, uh, I love Brett. So I'm at uh, the winter meetings. I'm walking with my son, Jack. And all of a sudden, I'm walking, not really paying attention. There's a guy right in front of me in the grappling stance. <laughs> like NCAA, and it's Booney. Uh, God damn, that's awesome. Sorry, a little distracted. But, um, yeah, when Cal said he was kind of pissed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Kurt Sandoval says that to me. We watch an incredible moment. I'm excited. I feel great. And then Kurt says, hey, can you explain why I'm sitting up here with you? <laughs> and she's down there on the field. I go, what the hell is that supposed Yeah, exactly. Where did that come from, Curtis J? How, why did you go? I forgot. Why did you go I went there? because it was Tony's last okay. All-Star game. Okay. And then Tony wasn't able to play, right? He wasn't able to play, but that's when Lasorda yeah. almost got laid out by yeah. the foul ball. And I don't even feel like I did. Was it a bat or fl- Foul bat, ball. that's what okay. it was. It was yeah. weird because this kid let go of the bat yesterday in Seattle, too. Really? Yeah. Um, And then uh, I don't even feel like I did shows up there, though. I, I don't remember I just, you doing shows. I just remember you went. Yeah, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, and came back. But really fun. You know what's funny? I own that. It was a red National League Tony Gwynn jersey. I own that one. I bought it. Like, but they didn't play the games in those jerseys. They had those like for Monday workouts. I feel like I brought that down for you. You Did might you have. order that separate. You I might feel have. like I brought that down. You might have, but yeah, actually, I, I have would have that made one. you pay for it. That's probably how that, it rolls. That's, that's <laughs> I guarantee you didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah. but it was uh, it was one of those where the uniforms at least they were the old ones yeah. back then. Well, no, no, what makes me laugh? Do you remember who gave up the home run to Cal Ripken Jr.? He had a home run in his last at bat in the All Star game that game. In that game, right? In that game. God damn. Uh, Mike Mussina? I don't know. Dude, it was Chan Ho Park. Oh, Chan Ho Park has given up every home run that you want to remember. <laughs> he gave up the Barry Bonds big home run. Yeah. He gave up, I think, the Fernando Tatis two grand slams. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Dude, I swear to God, anything that ever happened in history that where a guy hits a massive home run that people will remember, Chan Ho Park is the fucker pitching. Now, is he doing that? Because he's, dude, there was a lot of feeling that he was grooving it for Cal. It looked, it's funny. I watched the replay of that. It looked like he grooved it right down the fucking yeah. middle. Dude, I yeah. love that. I mean, I don't think he's grooving it for Tatis. Or Bonds. No. Yeah. But I'm pretty, being there yeah. that night, he didn't say anything, but he laughed after the game. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. I remember that. Yeah. 
But the feeling was he he took one for the team. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's interesting. Yeah, it, it, the the game has has changed a little bit. I mean, it, Seattle did a fantastic job, and they stretched Have you it been out there. No, I haven't been. It's on, it's on my list to, to, to go. Josh, I told you, he's going to see the Padres. I love that um, place, man. He's going. I told you, he's hitting Toronto and Seattle, catching the pods. In Toronto times. next week, right? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. But, um, yeah, no, no. Seattle's one I, w- I would definitely like to see, and people are saying how great the ballpark is. and Love it. I think they opened it right around 2001, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, weren't the Padres there? I'm not sure. Padres, I think, opened it. But oh, wow. it was weird. They opened, like, right after the All-Star break. Okay. Remember that? Yeah, it was. It was a weird thing. Yeah. Kingdom was a dump, man. I never mean, got in there. No, just looking at it from the outside. They were showing the 1979 like, All-Star game. Yeah. And it's like, man, what a shithole. And where they did uh, the draft, yeah. they were just building that. The football stadium was just being built. Wow. So Kingdom must have still been up, or maybe the Seahawks were playing at University of Washington. The Seahawks played a couple of years at the University of Washington. See, that's why I, I think yeah. Kingdom had come down. Yeah. Because I think the Kingdom's where the football stadium is now. That construction was yeah. going on, because I don't remember the Kingdom. But I don't know, Dave, I, I think it's one of those things. I've been to the NHL All-Star Game. With me. Yep. Yeah. I've been Major League Baseball. Yeah. I've been in the NBA twice. I have not been to an NBA All-Star game. Yeah, I saw LeBron James rookie year. He didn't make the All-Star game. He didn't make it, but the rookie game was awesome. Him, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, all those guys. And you're like, man, these guys are fucking good. But I didn't go to an NBA All-Star game. That's pretty good. Yeah. But I think the game that I saw down here at the sports arena, the Cliff Livingston game, yeah, Magic and Jordan against each other, That's that kind of qualifies. That's, oh, I agree. That's big. I've done the Magic Johnson Midsummer Nights. Yeah, thing. same yeah. thing. Because Cliff used to yeah. play down here in San Diego. It was weird. Is the one I only went to that once, and the one I went to was Michael Jordan was there, Magic, and during that game was the timeline when Michael's dad was murdered. Oh, Jesus! That was that was kind of crazy when all, that whole story came out. Yeah, that uh, we were like literally looking at Michael Jordan while his dad was being killed. That was weird. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I don't like that. Well, it wasn't meant to make you feel good. No. Uh, well, then, I'll tell you the other thing. Tonight, I don't know if people are paying attention. We talked about the weather last week. Weather's kind of crazy around the yeah. country, so I'm getting ready to come down here. And I look on Twitter, and they go, oh, this is pretty cool. A news station catches a tornado live as it's forming. I go, oh, that's wild. So I click on it. And the news is just kind of doing the weather and tornadoes, everything going on. And you know, like how they have, like the, I think Channel 10 does it, Dagmar may do it. Okay. Where they've got the live action shot going on behind them. Maybe it's a shot of, you know, the convention center, yeah. Petco Park, and Fox 5 does it. That's what I'm thinking of. They have the big screen. This dummy's standing there. Hey, if you take a look right here, barometric pressure, and we're starting to see this develop a little bit, ease. And I go, fuck that. Look at that. That's a tornado. And then I look down in the corner. I go, huh? It's the water tower for Rosemont, Illinois, where I'll be two weeks from tonight. Look at that. I'm like, I don't like this anymore. (laughs) I thought this was in like Tempe, Arizona by Steve Verismo, where I'd be like, oh, shit. Get under the couch, Steve. (laughs) I'm like, I'll be right there. I can see that goddamn water tower from my hotel. And these two guys are just like, yeah, check it out. Never once did they say, hey, Jeff, <laughs> I 
Heads up, kid. But, uh, yeah, did you have tornadoes? Yeah, tornadoes in, in Tennessee. Now? In Tennessee, yeah. yeah. They, call, uh, they call that area right there between Tennessee and Alabama, Tornado Alley. Man, if anybody, if you've never been there in the Midwest, I can't think of anything quite as creepy as when the tornado siren starts playing. Yeah. And it's a warning and a watch. And I can't remember, a watch is when the conditions are right for a tornado, and I think a warning is when tornadoes have been seen. It's um, it's funny. When we were there last week, I was explaining to uh, Josh and his fiance that they have ditches. They don't have a lot of sidewalks like by, in the neighborhoods. Like there oh. are no sidewalks in front of the houses. Weird. So your your street your yard goes right into the street. It goes a ditch and then it goes street. Okay. And so yeah, I said, hey, when you drive here, you got to be careful. Two things: one is you crash your car into a ditch. It's going to do serious damage. Could kill you. Two. Oh yeah. The ditches are also for. Tornadoes. tornadoes you get out of your car and you lay down in that ditch and it's supposed to go over you <laughs> yeah but no tornadoes to me are honestly are the scariest natural disaster out of all of them yeah well because i talked they, to our friend Lori yeah. burtman tonight yeah and she's down in baton rouge because we were talking about it she goes come hang out down here one time during hurricane season i was like that would freak me out that would yeah fuck that but we talked about this before geraldo has now retired yeah so that job at Fox News Channel, being the hurricane guy, I think is open. You want it? I want it. <laughs> you be the new stand chambers? Just stand right there. And you're always, it starts off where they get you about five hours beforehand, Dave. I'm there in my official Fox windbreaker. Yeah. You know, the guy, the haircut at the desk. Well, things are starting to pick up a little bit down there in Baton Rouge. And you could see me. In the shot, and I'm nodding. I'm nodding. Let's check in with Jeffy's down. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, winds are starting to pick up a little bit. You can feel it. And then they cut to me in like three hours. It's just, Shh. oh my God, take a step. You know, it's just, I got my goggles on. Fuck yes. I would do that in a minute. Dude, how many F bombs did you drop? <laughs> oh God. Oh, dude. Too many. Damn it. I would. I hadn't thought about that. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, I'm going a second. Oh my gosh! That would is, you? Would you go? Would you be no. the cameraman? Dude, no. You know what the sad part is? The cameraman who has to deal with that shit. Yeah. No one even knows he's there. No. You know, for some reason, people always forget there's actual cameraman there. But everyone else, man, you see the guy like you, and you'd feel bad for you. Fuck that. No way. And I'm you know why? That. You know why people are gonna hate you being yeah. the cameraman? Because you can't win. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, is this dipshit ever going to dry off the lens? And then I'm like right in the middle of the shot. Now look here. If you can look to my left, you can see there's a flying cow. And that's right when you wait. What is this idiot doing? Now's the time to wipe down the lens. We're trying to see the flying cow. <laughs> Shithead. Yeah. Oh, did you see it? He went right through the front window. No, because numbnuts just picked that time to dry the lens off. Josh, you go with me. Yeah, I want that job. Oh, no way. You wouldn't do that? Nope. No, zero desire to do any of those hurricanes or tornadoes or anything. But what I loved with Geraldo was great. He was down there somewhere, like Mississippi. Yeah. And he's all wet. And he's talking about, oh, yeah, this area here is pretty slick. And he's talking to the firefighters. And all of a sudden, he just eats shit. And he's just down, and the firefighters come running over. 
and fish him out. And like the anchor goes, oh, Geraldo, what's in that water? Yeah, I probably need a tetanus shot. <laughs> but they pick him up. They're patting him on the head. And he, he was great about it. Yeah. He was pretty funny. That would be me every time. I would completely wipe out oh right, my God. right in the water. No, I have zero desire to do any of that shit, any of it at all. Hey, so here's the deal. Even though they played more than 81 games, okay, mm-hmm. the Padres start their second half against the Phillies. Friday. From Friday. So they're going to be in the series and be done with the series by the time you and I do the next show. Sunday night. So this next two weeks are really big, right? Yeah. For the pods, deciding if they're buyers or sellers. And the way they have to go. So I think the newspaper, I think Kevin Acey had it, that they have to go something like 42 and 28. Oh, boy. To get 87 wins, which would give them hopefully a wild card. Okay, that's what yeah. that's what Acey was, was pointing out the other day. So they haven't played up to that ability, obviously, the At whole all. year. The record does not show that they're capable of doing it. I think they've swept one series. You yeah. know, they're horrible in one-run games. They haven't won a game in extra innings. All that shit that we all know about that's not going well for the pots. So you and I say it all the time, and I know our listening audience now it's, it writes to us all the time and saying they're listening to. We talk about Coach's show. <laughs> so I'm listening. What did he say? He went through and he gave letter grades for every player. It's my favorite show. I know you it. do. That's your thing. Him and Randy. Yeah, when him and Randy used to do it. He didn't have Randy, though, to do it. So he's going through... And Jeff, I'm not kidding. He didn't give anyone less than a B. Right. Even Grisham got a B minus. What Nola get? Uh, Nola didn't count. The catching situation, I think, got a B minus. <laughs> Dude, come on. Cronenworth? B minus. E player. A's for Soto. A's for a. Tatis. Okay, they got A's. Those two guys got A's. And he's Soto's go- a B. Dude, what? Okay, what is Bogarts? Dude, D. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dude, so my point is anything but a D. They have a losing record. How can everyone have a B or an A if you have a losing record? When guys are trending, you and I talked about this the other night. When they're pulling guys up, when guys like yeah. Bogarts are trending to be 70 RBI guys, dude, you're not. that's not who you're supposed to be. No. And I love when he comes out the other day. The first half has been the biggest struggle in my career. Oh, is that right, doctor? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, we're aware, kid. It happens to everybody that comes here. Call yeah. Adam Frazier. No shit. Dude, I, I could do this game right now. Yeah. Snell is A minus. From a frustration yeah. level, he's a 25 on a scale of 1 to 10. Where the fuck's it been for three years? Darvish is a C player. Musgrove's a B player. Uh, Waka is prob- I think I think Darvish is a D. Yeah, yeah. A's almost 5. Walk has been unbelievable. A yeah. minus B plus. Yep. Lugo probably B plus because he's been hurt. But you know, yeah, I, I agree Hater's with that. Hater's been an A. Yep. And the rest of the bullpen has been C's at best across the board. Martinez, thank God they gave that guy four days off. They just it was eventually gonna happen. Yeah. Uh go around the board. The Sanchez, C, C plus. I mean, he's been pretty good defensively. The pitchers have raved about him. He's, he's played to better him. Than, I, than I thought he would at this point. Yeah. Still hitting around 200. Yeah. C plus, B minus. Cronenworth is C minus. He's like, D. Uh, Hassan Kim. Hassan Kim. And it's funny how many guys look. I understand, He might man, be a B plus. That's your team. It's pretty incredible. But he's not an all-star. Hassan he Kim should have No, he should not have been. Dude. You can't be in second to last place and load up the goddamn all-star team. No, but I'm saying Hassan Kim... I, I would have put Kim on there ahead of Soto. I don't think you would have. If you uh, would have the numbers, I don't think you would have when you look at Dude. the offensive numbers. Soto's, I mean, Kim is a hell of a defensive player. And you and I were talking about it the other night, yeah. sitting next to each other. 
he's my favorite player on the team because yeah. man, he he busts his ass every fucking game. Yeah, I I I like him. He, I don't. Bogarts is a D. Yeah, he is. He's a D. Manny's C C minus. Yeah, absolutely. Manny has, the last two weeks have been the best Manny's played. Soto B B minus. Grisham's a D. I give Grisham a fucking F. He's, he sucks, dude. Come on. You would take almost anybody in center field over him. Would you take Bellinger over him? Oh, yeah. In a heartbeat, tonight. right? I mean, you're looking to replace Grisham right now. Yeah. Tatis is a stud. Tatis is a stud. He's, yeah. an, he's an A. Yeah. I agree. But, man, you, you can't have it average out to even a, an equal C Melvin's when your team a has a losing record. Yeah, Bob's, Bob's a C. So I don't even know how important managers are. I just don't even know. I don't know because last year when they were winning, yeah. everybody was, you know, buying Bob an ice cream. Yeah. Uh, look at the difference. We got the sensei yeah. out of here. You know what? I, hold on. I'm going to take back what I just said because I think Bochy has been a huge difference in what the Rangers yep. mindset is. Because even when you lose to Grom, the Rangers have surprised everyone. The Rangers yeah. were so shitty last year. And Boch comes in. Simeon all of a sudden is back to Simeon. Seager's mm-hmm. back to Seager. Everybody is up their game since Bruce Bochy's gotten there. Yeah. And their whole goddamn team was on the fucking all-star team. I think uh, I think Rocco Baldelli's probably done in Minnesota, probably a year too late. I think they had huge expectations. So I do think the manager matters. Yeah, I think um, I think Nevin's done. I think Nevin has done a great job with the Angels. Do you really? Yeah. yeah I think Phil's pretty uh, – goddamn, Dave. He's yeah, they've, everybody they're one and nine team. in their last ten. Okay, but I mean, Jesus Christ, when – 25% of your roster is broken down, and you have no farm system. That can't go on Phil. Okay, so here's a guy that everybody hates in San Diego. Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts has done a great job. He's done a great job. That is yeah. a fair assessment. Yeah. They've lost their entire rotation, and they're yeah. in first place. Yeah. Dave Roberts has done a great job. But so is Andrew Friedman by being uh, able to provide. Andrew Friedman is the key. He's the most the, important piece. For the next man up. Absolutely right. Mentality. Whoever steps in as manager of the pods. I mean, the Dodgers, they would, I, honestly, I believe, would have the same success. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Phil's trying to do next man yeah. up, but God damn. He's a tough owner, man. Yeah. When when you lose Trout, yeah. then Otani, then Rendon gets hurt. I think uh, Brendan Ward's been down. Dude, they've. Rendon's always hurt. Oh, my God. One of the worst contracts since CJ Wilson and Josh Hamilton that they all signed. All negotiated by Artie. Yeah. I think Phil's done a good job. Would you fire him? No. You want to fire Phil? No, I want to fire Phil. Interesting to see what they do. If you're the Angels, as a baseball guy, would you trade Otani? It was funny. I I had CBS Radio on coming down, and it was pretty good because the guy said, "If uh, if I'm the Angels, I write it out. Because if I trade Otani at the deadline, and I get three guys that nobody pans out, Look at what the Padres got for Adrian. Now, I'm not saying Adrian is uh, Otani, but it's just Adrian was our big guy, right? Yeah. And who'd we get in that deal? Casey, uh, remember those guys? We got Rizzo. You got Casey Kelly. Casey Kelly, Rizzo, which he got rid of almost immediately, yeah. became Cashner. I mean, you had nothing. Yeah, Absolutely you got nothing. 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 And. And so that's one of those deals where I just think if you're the Angels, you just ride it out and take your chances. And if you can't re-sign him, because if you yeah. tried, if you trade him, 
man, those three guys that come in or two guys or whatever, and now all of a sudden, I mean, Dave, with the impact that he makes, right? How do you, how do you try to find anybody that's going to give you anything close to what Otani gives you? Now, two things. One is A-Rod said, or no, Jeter, one of them said it. Fuck, I can't remember. I think it might have been, uh, I think it was A-Rod, said you trade Otani and you're going to win the World Series in the next five years. He said trade Trout too. He said, Trout, you, I would. he said you can get, you know, you can get your five to ten guys if you trade Otani. You basically can empty someone's farm system for Otani. Now, at the same time, I, I don't know what the fuck the return on Otani would be. But then Dylan Hernandez was on with Coach today and said something interesting. He, he's been following him since before he even came mm-hmm. to the United States. I didn't realize Dylan Hernandez spoke Japanese. That was kind of crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. So he said Otani's one of those guys that in Japan, if you're traded, that means a team's given up on you. That Forget about the Angels ever resigning him after the season, meaning yeah. they, they can stock the system and then bring him back. Otani would take that as complete disrespect. Yeah. And he's, the Angels would be out. Now, I don't know if the Angels have a real chance. Now, the big story that came out in the last two days about Otani was Otani spends his winners in Seattle. Mm. How about that shit? Yeah. And, you know, you heard the chant yesterday. Well, we didn't hear it, but you heard about the chant yeah. yesterday that, that Seattle, you know, obviously would love him. They had each row and everything else, but... Would it surprise you? I'm going to throw a couple teams at you. All right? I'm going to throw four teams at you. I know the one you're going to say. I'm going to throw four teams at you, and you tell me. I wonder. I think I'm going to say one that you're going to go, no way. Okay. I'm going to go Seattle. I think they are sneaky in this. Deep pockets. Deep pockets. Everyone everyone knows Dodgers. I'll throw Dodgers in there. Of course. I'm going to throw the Braves in there. Oh, that's funny. I don't see the Braves doing it. I don't see the Braves spending the money. And people go, what are you talking about? If you look at the Braves, they're pretty smart on their contracts. Yeah. It's not a Braves kind of deal. I'm going to throw the Texas Rangers in there. Oh, I like that a lot. The team I would have put in is the Giants. I think the Giants. You always do say that with the Giants. What's the deal with you and the fucking Giants? I think the Giants, man. <laughs> I mean, I think they they talked about tonight. I think they're exactly right. If you look at what they did when they went after Judge, yeah, they, they legit put the money they down. Sure did. They were ready to put the money down for Correa before the ankle for Correa. And I, I think they go, I think they get in it on Otani. Big it, time. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, they're there to me. The Rangers is a good call. I like Could that. You see Otani in Texas. I think it'd be great. I wonder. And I'm telling you the element that can't be overlooked is the no state income tax. Yeah. From a money standpoint, that's huge. Boach, great, great fan base. The whole thing. But to me, the team, I think the Dodgers are probably your two-to-one favorite, maybe even maybe even, even money. And then I put I put I put the Giants next to three wow. to one. Okay, so I think the pods are probably six to one. I think they'll be in it. But um They gotta win. Winning's important to them. Yeah, but I think if you're Otani and you look at it when you go, well, I've got a pretty strong supporting cast around me tatis is going to be here manny's going to be here like it's interesting right yeah the but Darvish you lose a lot me. of guys in the, in the you could lose snell you could lose waka you could lose lugo it's a different team yeah but if if i think he's looking at it yeah pods will be interesting but honestly he might be the hardest guy to read and, and otani otani uh, again he number one we, we were talking about being in la where there are cameras everywhere you don't see shit on otani he no. said he has not been to a restaurant all year. Really? Not at all. Hasn't gone to a yeah. restaurant. You don't know who he's sleeping with. You don't even know where he lives. 
You don't know anything about the guy. I think the other thing, though, with with the Giants to watch, the the Asian population yeah. up there, right? And But I think the Giants look at it, like every team looks at it, the amount of money that you make from jersey sales and everything else, I mean, the amount of money that yeah, Artie has back. made is crazy. Yeah. And then negotiating the broadcast rights right, for everything you're doing over there. Um, yeah, they're the so, team. They're the team. Um, I think the Dodgers are still the one to beat. Yeah, but I I like that Seattle call. I I like that. I think the Rangers could be fun. See, the Rangers. The only reason I would say they'd be out is just for what you just said, the Asian community. Whereas yeah. in Seattle, it would be fine. Los Angeles, yeah. fine. San Francisco, fine. Texas, bunch of racists. <laughs> you got Dealey Plaza. Yeah, well, did, things didn't go too well. A lot of fun. Last time. Mark Cuban. You got Mark Cuban. Who Free tickets for Shark Tank. Um, <laughs> no, All right, so, I can't wait for that one. That's so, going to be, I, I want to know. It's bigger than LeBron when he became a free agent from Cleveland, right? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, think, this, this is the biggest free agent signing of all time. I think so. I agree. Okay, so here, Dylan Hernandez is something else also interesting, which I was thinking, dude, he's going to the Dodgers. Just what you just said a second ago when you broke it down. Mm-hmm. He's going to the Dodgers. He already knows Southern California. He chose it. But he said something interesting about Otani, that Otani in high school had a chance to go to two schools with better reputations. But he goes, no, that's not the avenue I take. I don't take the the easy road. That's not where I feel comfortable. I'm going to go where I feel comfortable, my decision. Mm. And the popular move isn't the move that's for me. Even when he chose the Angels, wasn't the popular move. Right. People are thinking Yankees, Dodgers, you know, anyone else. Pods were in the mix. Pods were in the mix. And if the DH existed back then, yeah. he could have been a Padre. Yeah. There's a Dodger story that came out today that I saw that maybe people are aware of. I'd never heard of it before about the Dodgers when they were courting Kershaw, uh, courting Otani, and Kershaw was on vacation. He was in Africa, mm. and they said, "We want you to get on a plane. We'll send a plane for you. Come all the way back twenty hours to meet with Otani to show we're serious about having him in a Dodger uniform." Kershaw broke off his family vacation, came all the way back to L.A. to to basically do the whole sales pitch to Otani, and Otani never showed. Wow. Said, said Kershaw was pissed. Yeah. You know, you and I would be pissed yeah. too. What the fuck? I mean, Preller did his whole presentation in Japanese. Yeah. And remember they had uh, Hideki Nomo? Yeah. Was there? Hideo. Uh, Hideo Nomo. And uh, um, Nomo was there. Chet, uh, who was else? Darvish was Darvish around? Darvish wasn't no, around. No, Darvish then. wasn't around. It wasn't, wouldn't have been Chan Ho. We were just talking about him. Um, But they had somebody else. In that group that was there. Was it Aki? No. Because Aki lives in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, there was, they had somebody else. Hideo Nomo was the main guy. And, and Preller did it in Japanese and the whole thing, but. Didn't work. Didn't work. Well, the DH didn't exist at the time either in the no. National League. Hey, Clayton, sorry about that, buddy. Yeah. How's vacation been? <laughs> Let's get you back to Africa, friend. Yeah. Hey, we'll get you back there. You okay? Got a ride to the airport? <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, take this shuttle. <laughs> Call Woody. Yeah, I have no idea where the hell he's getting up. Yeah. But uh, I, I was for sure. And Dylan Hernandez, again, covers those teams. Dude. And, man, he was not sure where he goes either. Well, you you mentioned Dylan Hernandez, and I don't know. Story, it may have been, I don't know how much has been done. I think Darren did a little something with it. Dude, life has changed so much in local media. Yeah. The L.A. Times, 
has gotten rid of day-to-day game story coverage. That, to me, is the craziest thing I've ever heard. New York Times dumped their sports section. New York Times got rid of it. They've gone to the athletic. The LA Times virtually has done the same thing, and they are now a sports magazine-type format. No more day-to-day coverage of the Lakers, even online. Yeah. In the E-Edition, USC, UCLA, Lakers, Angels, the number one paper in L.A. said, fuck off to the sports fans. And the other thing that should be of concern is that the L.A. Times, which owned the Union Tribune, has now sold the Union Tribune. And they've sold it to the group that owns the L.A. Daily News, the Long Beach Press-Telegram, a bunch of papers like that. And... Uh, talked to Posner for a long time yesterday to say, hey, what does this mean? And the the interesting thing, Dave, could be what I said to Jay was, okay, if they carry all of those papers and they own them, if you're a Laker fan down here, could you start to see more Laker coverage? Could you see Rams coverage, Charger coverage that's different? And Jay said, yeah, it may not be, you know, Bob Smith and maybe Tom Jones. I said, nobody, the casual fan's not going to care on that. But what it means to Nick, what it means yeah. to Mark Ziegler, what it means to Kevin Acey, what it means to Bryce Miller is all to be determined. Every employee at the Union Tribune, every employee was told, you have until Monday to accept a buyout. Fuck. So I think we were talking and, and I, I think it's like 150 people, maybe not even that many in the actual newsroom. So they come to you and they say, all right, Dave, here's the buyout number that we're offering. You can take it or you can leave it. And you say, yeah, I'm going to take it. Okay. Then they determine, well, can we let Dave go? And Dave's the movie critic. Well, we've got a handful of movie critics already in L.A. We don't need one specific to San Diego. Dave, you're out. Or they come back and they go, well, Dave's the beat writer for the strike force. We need Dave around. Dave, you're not going anywhere. Congratulations. You stay. So that's the first thing that happens. Either they determine, yes, you're being bought out, you're gone, or no, you stay. If they don't hit their number and nobody knows what the number is, then by Wednesday, a week from today, is D-Day down there. Because if the number hypothetically is, I mean, you only have like 100 and whatever employees there, let's say 150. If their number is we have to get rid of 50 people and only 30 people that they want take the buyout, 20 others are getting the... Yeah. And... I don't know, man. Like, I, I talked to Jay. I think the sports coverage, you know I mean? You got Jeff Sanders, Kevin Acey covering the Padres. Yeah. Right? Did they go, well, Acey's our guy, but Jeff Sanders, I don't know, money-wise. Jeff Sanders makes A, Kevin makes B. Uh, Bryce Miller's the only columnist, but Tom Krasvick writes columns. Like, dude, all wow. guys, it just, and I said to Jay yesterday, uh, and uh, we send uh, good thoughts to our friend Bryce Miller dealing with some health stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. He's good, but chatting with him a little bit last night, not my spot to get into it, but he uh, 
he's he's good, but he's good. like, yeah, crazy timing. Uh, we're big fans of his around here. So, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> crazy with everything going on. But photographers like Casey Alfred and all those dudes that we've known 30 years, man. A lot of good dudes that are down there. And it's very reminiscent of Clear Channel and, and CBS Radio and different shit where we've been. So, day-to-day, for those of you that read, I don't know. Maybe you get more coverage. But there's also every listener for Coach, what the fuck is a Laker column doing in here? I don't goddamn live there. I got to read about this goddamn. Hey, wake me up when Jerry West is is Gail Goodrich back. People get so upset that it's a Charger report card. Oh, what is this? What is this bullshit? What do I pay for this? Yeah, goddamn, Lance Allworth wouldn't play there. What do you mean I'm only mentioning white players? <laughs> um, and that's why I said to Jay, I said, well, does the coverage change? Do we have different things? But, like, how are high school sports covered in the Union? I think they've done a good job. There's no doubt the Union Tribune has been a better sports page than the LA Times for Probably going on three years. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. The LA Times never bounced back after COVID. No, I don't disagree with that. I get I pay for both. Um, we've talked about this for about five years. That yeah. th- that the end of the paper was coming, and now just to tongue and cheek it that Canapa is going to time out his career perfectly. Yeah. Like, Canepa will be out of the business when the newspaper business is done. He might be done now because yeah. he's, he's an independent one- contractor. Is that right, is he? I think that's how it is. And he does one column a week on Sundays. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I read Nick, I always think Nick has not left the house since before 2020. Who left more, Nick or Stern? I think, uh, I think Stern. I don't know. Neither one of them go anywhere. But Stern does it because he's paranoid. I just don't think Nick Lee. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm just guessing. He lives in Little Italy. Yeah. It's probably a good town around there. Yeah. I was out there a couple of weeks ago. It's nice. Calling Grubhub. Never leaves. Just opens Never the leaves. There's money in the mailbox. Yeah. Got my clams in here? <laughs> Why is he in clams? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so, I don't know, man, yeah. but it, it it just... No, they're, they're good names dudes are gonna over be there, man. Impacted. I don't like to see guys lose jobs, especially when they want to keep them. That's not... Yeah. I mean, Posner timed it out really well, huh? Well... His retirement... Okay. Did he not retire? That means he could have taken the bite and got a better deal? That's what he said to me. Oh, fuck he's me. Like, he's sucks. like, you just left me a voicemail. Like, hey, you got out at the right time. He said, there's a handful of guys. I won't name names, but there's a handful of people that are like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, again, I I'm, I don't want to go yeah. information. The buyouts, depending for the people that have been there a while, it it's it could be a good number. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you just retired and left and then uh, or if you've been there 25 years and you're getting a week of severance uh, for every year you've been there. Jesus. Shit. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but yeah, because I said to Jay, I was like, oh, man, that's cool. You got out time. No, no, I did not. (laughs) But he's in good spirits. He appreciates everybody, you know, thinking about his guys over there. He did. I told him. He did an outstanding job with that sports page. The Union or the LA Times is still part of like the local section. The yeah. local section is the front. You flip it and the sports are like back there. And the LA Times deadline became like 3 p.m. That's crazy. But from the print edition, like I no longer get that. Yeah. 
The print edition is going to be done in Riverside. I can't speak to where it was. I didn't ask Jay, but it's going to be done in Riverside, but it's also being done with the Long Beach Press-Telegram, the LA Daily News, yeah. everything else. And Jay was saying, you know, we don't really know where the Union Tribune is going to fall on that. So what is deadline to get the paper printed and get it down here? And you go, well, what does that mean? Well, if the deadline moves to 8 o'clock, you're not going to have any Padre game coverage, right? Yeah. Uh, you're not going to, hey, the game, we went to press in the top of the third. Um, no shit. But the LA Times, Dave, Jim Murray, right? Everybody else that you read as a kid, it, it's changing. And even, like I said, for the one that you get, the E-Edition, no Laker game stories, no yep. Angels report after the trade deadline. Yep. Everything gone. And started over the weekend. That's pretty sad. You know, you mentioned the high school coverage because in San Diego, the high school coverage is a big deal. And yeah. in LA, man, I understand that high school sports are great, but it was never something I paid attention to ever. No. And um, it's it just, it's just going to be different. I, and I, I don't know, man, it, it's one of the reasons I obviously get the paper is for the high school coverage, which I don't know. Disappointing to see. I hope everything is going to be okay. A lot of good guys over there. That sucks. That that absolutely sucks. That whole thing situation's horrible. I don't know. It's a, it's the it's the times. I mean, we kind of said it was happening, and then to see it actually going down, very disappointing. You know. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams? Dan Williams right now again, and he's he's talked about it for a while though. Summer home buying season is here. Trust him. It's going to get crazy. Interest rates are going to come down, which means it will drive up the demand. Also, home prices are going to be a little bit out of control. Well, look, here's the deal. People, you need to get qualified. Dan Williams and Brian Curry can take care of you. They're working together. Get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Get Don't get outbid like so many people did in 2020. Make sure you call Dan Williams today. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. We used to tell you about this, and we haven't for a while, but if you go to DaveAndJeffShow.com, on the sponsor page, you can check out the Calm video series. 10 short but helpful videos that are going to help you better understand money and master your cash and your debts. It's the knowledge you need to help save money. More importantly, live a happier life. All 10 videos right there on our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Watch them and then give Dan a call. You can also drop him an email, Daniel at SanDiegoLending.us. The mission is simple. More money, less worry, and a greater joy. 858-688-6813. Also, pay attention to my Twitter, Dave, your Twitter as well. Dan is doing an incredible thing. He is doing a bike ride to raise money for the Seals Foundation. And they're like, that's great. You know, I love going down and seeing the babies. No. Really? It's not that, those? No, it's the Navy Seals. Oh. Yeah, you better, yeah. You want to tell your joke? You'll be wrestling out here in the front yard. <laughs> your big mouth. Uh, we're going to retweet out the page where you can help Dan uh, raise money for this incredible bike ride that he's doing. Uh, I think it's 300 miles, or it should be, or 3,000 miles, or 30,000 miles. It's a lot. I didn't bring my phone in. It better be more than 300, Dan. Fuck, Dan. Did you, you ride a bike 300? No, but Dan was going to ride 300 anyway. Make it hurt. Make it hurt. Well, I don't care. He's doing it, and he's raising money for a great cause. We're going to retweet it out, and if you can jump in and help uh, support Dan, raise money for a great foundation, please do it. There we go. All right, Brian Curry, again, as we mentioned, is working with Dan. Brian's the guy to sell your home and get the most for it. 
But most importantly, in my situation, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in San Diego. So I'd be calling Brian. So, Brian, we want to get into a better neighborhood, a different neighborhood. You know, we love this city, but maybe it'd be better if we live somewhere else. Brian's the guy that knows San Diego County better than anyone. So make sure you call him, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. I had fun today. I was on BrianCurryRealEstate.com. The link is on our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Brand new listing, Dave, right in A.J. Preller's favorite part of Oceanside, right there on downtown Bush Street. Three-bedroom, two-bath, just $825,000. If you are looking in La Jolla, how about this? Beautiful property just went on the market in La Jolla. 3,400 square feet, amazing house. You have to see it to believe it. Four bedrooms, four baths. Also, you can live in El Cajon. Okay. Neighborhoods, neighbors, little pushy, little loud, always complaining, always mad. But if you can get by that, four bedroom, four bath house in El Cajon, 3,800 square feet. Plus, he's got homes right now in Santee, Carlsbad, Escondido, Encinitas, and more. All of them. Just go to DaveAndJeffShow.com. Click on the sponsor page. It'll take you to Brian's page. Or you can go to BrianCurryRealEstate.com. Then give him a call, 619-251-1588. All right. Look, I want to mention Kyle Fluger. Again, Kyle's a friend, just like so many of the other people we just talked about. People say, you don't take Kyle Fluger's commercial seriously. And I go, absolutely, we do. Why do you make fun of the company name? Mithril? Yeah. (laughs) And I said, because it doesn't just roll off (laughs) your tongue. It's not something you've heard before. Kyle Fluger, again, this is the company. All right. He branched out on his own. It's a Mithril Media. M-I-T-H-R-I-L Media. And his business website is mithralmedia.io. Now you've said .io. Never heard of that before. That's what it is. Mithralmedia.io. That's how you get to Kyle. Right now, Kyle would like to offer you a 10% discount off his services for new customers if you tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Now, we always talk about our website and how great it looks. I said, I put some time in today. Yeah. So I went to Kyle's website. You just mentioned it. Mithralmedia.io. Look at all these things you can get, Dave. Design and development. Yeah. Number one. Absolutely. That's the key. Then, once that part's done, management and maintenance. That is probably something that we skip over, but I bet the management and maintenance for a website is incredibly. Media and marketing. You can have the best-looking website, but if nobody knows it's there, it's not really doing you any good. True. Kyle's going to help you with that. And then... Content and creative. Yes. Every box checks on the website. You can see sites that Kyle's built for Cali Barbecue. Beautiful. The Corner Draft House, West Coast Barbecue, Victory South Bay, our show, and more. Plus, check out their blog for great ideas on how to maintain your site, get the most out of it. That Mithril, media.io. And again, uh, Dave mentioned it. 10% off if you mention the Incredible Dave and Jeff Show, which coming up August 1st. I will be back. I booked my flight this morning. Okay. Going to Chicago for nine days. I'm assuming I'm not going to get hit by a tornado. <laughs> but then we're coming back. We're going to be in the garage that night. Live show. Well, live show for me and Dave. Yes. Uh, to celebrate our 25th anniversary. What do you figure, how many people do you think we can get in here? How many can we get in here? We could get in 50, but we aren't bringing 50 in here. We're not bringing 50 in here. 
I said 10. Do you think we should, do you think we could do 20? I mean, if we open the door and just kind of hang out. bring their own folding chair. Yeah, just bring yeah. a blanket or a beach towel yeah, or something. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven seats without your own folding chair. Yeah. Now, the first guy we've got locked in is Jerry, who said he's bringing barbecue. Dave, that's yeah. a no-brainer, right? We've had Jerry's barbecue. It's insane. Yes. So, so he's, he's a go. That leaves about 14 spots open. Uh, Billy and Pete are going to be here. Billy and Pete are definitely in. Because Billy's probably been, would you agree, single-hand one of our biggest donators to Jake's Projects? Absolutely. He's been the biggest donator to Jake's Projects. So Billy and Pete are in. So those three are in right now. And we could probably, I don't know, we figure it out. We would love it. I, I think you, it's pretty safe for me to say this on your behalf. We would have loved to try to put something together. Unfortunately, like I said, I'm going to be in Chicago for nine days leading up to it. And really... Just after the last couple of years, I don't really know that we were up for another big event. Just the idea of coming in here and doing this and having a beer and having some laughs with a lot of you that have been with us, whether you've been with us a year, five years, going back to day one. I I would think, Dave, that you feel like I do. When somebody says, man, I was with you in the ESPN 800 days. I was there at KFMB. I was there at Free FM. Yeah. I was there at Extra. I was there at Fox Sports Radio. I mean, there's a lot of different stops. There were. And for you guys that have been so incredibly nice to us, uh, my friend Joe Carlo was here. She only knows me from Upper Deck. That's the funniest thing, right? Like, she doesn't really get this part of it and the whole deal. And I said, this show, when we were at KFMB, man, we were young and dumb. We had no idea. No. That show was out of control every night. <laughs> and we had so much fun. And then it was over. Yeah. Because we wouldn't break the union. And then we went to ESPN 800. And ESPN 800, we were just young and angry. Angry as fuck. Holy shit. Especially me. <laughs> and I literally had no problem at all. Never so dumb again. Young, dumb, and angry. Burning every bridge in town. Yeah. Never great. thinking that, hey, do you ever think at some point you may work for the Chargers again? What? <laughs> no. Why would you think that? Why would I think that? What a stupid thing to say. Then uh, other ESPN radio. Then uh, Free FM. Yeah. And Mighty 1090. Extra twice. Uh, shit, Dave, I was there four times. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was that extra four different times. Doing Charger Power Hours? Yeah. And and all of that. And and so, and then we came here. Yeah. And the funniest shit that I was saying to somebody the other day was they're like, ah, oh, what happened with the podcast? You were pretty much on the podcast. Dave was ready to go from about 2016. Yeah. I, again, dumb, just not young at this point. I, I thought it was a step backwards, which was absolutely wrong. Yeah. And I didn't know we could monetize it, which thankfully we've been able to do with the help of a lot of good friends. And uh, so we started off and remember those days, Dave and Bub's garage? Yeah, of course. And we would just tell radio stories, Stacey Taylor's stories, and then uh, Kraska's stories, never knowing he'd be in here. How crazy was that? And then... Uh, 
Chargers stories, and then the world changed. Yeah. Got divorced. Dave's dad took his own life. Erica took her own life. Jake passed away. And and I don't need to speak for Dave. We were pretty fucked up. Oh, yeah. We were pretty broken. Shit we could not have done on terrestrial radio. Never. And the people that support this show and have supported us 100% put us back together. And you did it again and again and again. And, man, Dave, I, I don't know for you. But as I count down to August 1st, think back to that first show at the stadium Ryan Leaf, Kevin Gilbride. Yeah. We knew each other. We didn't really know each other. Yeah. This shit is so much fun. And so, yeah, I mean, going anywhere, you know, I seven mile casino can't I'm just kidding. <laughs> but just to hang out here with family, which are you guys, and to celebrate it and toast it. And really for me, and I think for Dave too, to just say thank you. Yeah. For letting us do this, uh, I can't wait. No, absolutely. Absolutely. That'll be a good time. Well, that's all, right. all you got to say to him? It's really nice. No, you think he said it all. There's nothing for me to say. I think he said it absolutely everything. It's, um, you know, one thing I'll say about this show compared to all the others is, look, it, it's great that we're able to do this. I think it's a lot of the reason why Howard Stern keeps doing his show. You know, yeah. we aren't in the same financial situation that Howard Stern is in. <laughs> But I think Howard Stern honestly does it because it's therapy. It's a way to, yeah. it's basically a way to clean your, you know, your, your brain. And so for this is one of those shows where I could see us doing this forever. Um, it's it just it's just easy. It's just easy to do, and the audience makes it really easy. And the interaction with audiences is, is like none other. And even though a lot of times the show is done, some of you who are the you know the patron subscribers, you hear it right away. And then when we hear the stuff we do that ends up on the radio, yeah. Yeah, some of that stuff would really bother me back in the day. I don't even give a fuck anymore. No. We'll do whatever you're going to do, you know? And you so <laughs> that, that's it. The difference is when Jeff and I were just talking about Otani, yeah. we give credit that I heard Dylan Hernandez of on course. a coach. That's the difference. Not that, hey, here, here's my opinion. I'm going to talk about Otani all of a sudden or whoever else. And when we talk about who you're trading or when we went after Preller, that's, that's just it. It's just a, we, we try and do this thing like we're a fan. We've always been a fan of the sports teams. And whether good or bad, and they'll just give our opinions off of that. But when, and I know Darren feels the same way. When someone feels like they steal from you, yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. Do you know how many guys I've had lined up to come in here and talk F one, and I just can't do it. <laughs> He's taking them all. I had poison the well. Took them all. It's like when someone's getting divorced and they talk to every attorney. Yeah, and then you're like, fucking, I can't. He yeah. he did it. Darren every F one guy. Well. Try to get Nikki Lotta in here. <laughs> Kale Yarborough? <laughs> no, I can't. I'm doing Darren's show. Of course you are. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Uh, well, you know the other thing, too, and, and it's just going to be brief. One of the people that I think will be here is Katie Mosier. Okay. Our intern. You think so? Well, I'll tell you why. Okay. I hope so. She's one of those that commits and then doesn't show. She's been through like, a lot. Like you. Yeah. Commit to a lot of shit. Yeah, it's fun. Don't show. I'll show for this show. I booked a flight. I get out of uh, Chicago at 8.30 in the morning to land here at 10.30. I was like, I need an early flight. In case tornado gets my plane, whirls it around, throws me into El Paso. I'll still have time to get here on time. Anybody, the, the crazy shit, and I have no problem at all talking about this because we talk about it all the time. The weirdest shit that I know you've dealt with and so many of you in this audience have dealt with is depression. Yeah. And depression is nasty, nasty, nasty. 
son of a bitch, Dave, it hit me like a motherfucker on uh, Sunday night. Really? Monday night. My days run into each other. Monday night. Monday night, it's one of those things, and it had nothing to do, I don't think, with my kids being gone or any of the things you can look at. But it was funny. I have the text on my phone. Katie Mosher, when this show started, was the person that I did the show for. Because having grown up in this town and ending up on KFMB, we never started. We didn't go in Bakersfield. We didn't do it in Fresno. We didn't do it, man. We did it here. And as Ted Leitner said to me the other day, he goes, you understand you started on probably an iconic station that, as Ted put it, is right up there with WABC in New York. I was like, oh, yeah. And so I was convinced we were going to ruin, not you, but me, was going to ruin KFMB. (laughs) And every day I would do that show for Katie Mosier, who was our intern, and if she could laugh, it would be great. But she has been through a lot, and she and I have gotten really, really close and have talked about this shit to the point that I texted her the other night. And I said to her, late uh, Monday, I said to her, I said, depression is the, the thing that shows up at your door. And it doesn't knock at your door. It walks in. And it walks in and it grabs your beer and it takes the last sip and it sits down too close to you and it says, hey, where were we? And I go, I'm fighting it right now. Dave, she's not a person who calls on the phone. She called me immediately. Wow. And it was great. And I said, hey, I'm good. We went through it, the whole deal. But I said to her, we were talking and, and going through a bunch of different things and, and talking about, it's just fun because, not fun, but when when people speak that language, you learn things, right? And she and I were laughing about different things people have said to us through the years like, hey, go on and get some fresh air. It would probably be really good right now. A diet peach and apple? Yeah. <laughs> I told her, I said, you know what? All you need to do, Katie, right now, I'm telling you it works every time. Go put on an episode of Happy Days. That Ralph Melf will fix you in a second. And so we're laughing. And uh, it's one of those things when you fight it, we go, you ever have this? And she goes, do you ever get where it's dark? And you need to go even darker and then even darker because I said, oh, yeah. You want to play the game? Yeah, I said, because it's like you're at the door of depression and to get through it, you need that extra boost. And it's like ratcheted up. So she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that song. It's that movie. It's the whole thing. And it's like 1130 at night. And we're comparing all the notes of all the darkest things. And I said, I'm thankful that I can do that without a desire to hurt myself, which is good because other people have not always been so lucky. But that's the thing that this show did is I said to her, are you cool if I talk about it on Wednesday? Because the thing that Dave and I have learned is that there are a lot of you out there that are fighting that same fight. And there is no worse feeling in the world than feeling like you're alone in it. And if we did this on terrestrial radio, they would lose their shit. They would lose, hey, you think Golden Corral wants to listen to that shit? But the guys that sponsor this show have our back. They've always had our back. The audience has our back. And that's the thing, Dave, that I appreciate. Everybody's fine. I'm fine. Mosier's fine for today. And uh, 
And that's the other thing is that this show on those days for you, on those days for me, we can come in and be like, hey, man, we're fighting it. Not so much for me, like Dave said, the therapy, but hopefully it's for you guys out there going, oh, fuck. If he's, if he's fighting it and I'm fighting it, we can fight it together. Send me those DMs, man, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever. I read every one of them, and I'll try to stay in contact. But, yeah, that's the biggest thing is just letting people know you're not alone in the fight. It's funny. People will, like, when people want to attack me, they'll always say, well, that's why you guys are on the radio. Jeff and I have not applied for another radio job. No. Not one Can't time. Can't take the pay cut, dude. Not, <laughs> not at one time have we done it. And I always, I would say this to, uh, I think I said it to Ernie more than anybody else. On oh, the, yeah. On Talk the to Ernie if he'd ever go back. He's been yeah. with us at Upper Deck for a year and a half. Never seen the kid happier, and I've known him 30 years. But I, I would say to Ernie, because I'd see him every day, either first thing in the morning or you would take off after the show. And I would, like, Jeff and I went through a really bad time in 2016 oh, where, fuck. I mean, we didn't give a, I mean, look, everyone else was concerned about the Chargers leaving. Our, our biggest complaint was we had a boss that made us talk about the Chargers leaving every He's day. He's a douche. But I'm going to invite him so we can <laughs> beat him up. So everyone could beat the dog shit out of him in the driveway. <laughs> All right. Um, no, this this is what was going on. When you're doing a, and look, it's a morning show. You don't want to yeah. bump people out. They're driving uh, to work. No. But man, there was a lot of shit going down, yeah. man. I mean, Jeff's best friend sitting there dying of cancer. Yep. You're making the drive to Temecula on a regular basis. Every day. I have a kid who attempted suicide and was in a hospital for for cutting himself. Yep. And we got to turn that mic on and act like we're having the greatest day of all time. And we give and, a fuck about Dean. And we give a shit about if the Chargers are, are going and bringing Faulkner on and all the bullshit that we had to do. And Look, man, I understood the job. I thought we went about it professionally every fucking day. But there was no consideration from anybody that knew what was going on by our no. bosses of, no. hey, man, I really appreciate the fact you guys have fought through this for us when most people probably would have asked for major time off. Yeah. And I used to say to Ernie all the time, dude, we got to fake it. I mean, we're we are acting our asses off here with a gun against our, our head. Maybe it's poor language, but basically knowing you're going to get fired. We're about to lose our job. Your best friend's dying, and my son's in a hospital for attempted suicide. Craziest thing about that year, it's no doubt that year at iHeart ended my marriage 100%, and no hyperbole almost killed me. Yeah. Almost killed me. So when people are like, you think I give a fuck what Ben and Woods are doing? Good for those guys. I couldn't give less of a fuck. You think I give an honest-to-God fuck what John and Jim are doing or what Darren's doing? I could not give less of a fuck. I wish all those guys well. I hope they kill it. I hope they all get brand new houses. That fucking job almost killed me, man. Like, legit, almost killed me because we work for such cocksuckers in that building that are the most miserable pieces of shit. Yeah. And for Ben and Steve and Paul, who are family to us, for Darren, uh, Schaefer, I don't know, Jimmy Russell, I love. Darren and Marty, fuck, man. I just hope those guys are having fun because 2016 and a job that it's all we ever wanted to do. Uh, yeah, I mean. Became a chore. Yeah. And, and again, if you think it's us, we'll bring Ernie Martinez in here. This fucking guy, I've never seen him happier. And he's, and it's great. Yeah. And he's loved it upper deck. And that's the thing. I, as long as they'll let me keep going in there, I'll go there forever because those guys saved me. This show saved me when I fucking needed it. But yeah. But anyways, sorry about that. But August 1st is going to be a night 
to celebrate and thank you guys really me and dave and we just love you to come down and hang out jerry's bringing barbecues so we can't beat that there you go all right here we go let's uh knock this out and we'll close the show out how old are they and how much are they worth we'll go on july 12th okay bill cosby <laughs> 76 wait you said he shared a birthday with ted no i didn't say bill cosby I oh you said, said oj did oj did oh fuck okay <laughs> God, which one would which one would Ted be more? It's got to be OJ, right? Has but, to be OJ. But Cosby, yeah, oh, disgusting. Shit. Cosby, eighty six. Yeah, exactly right. Hey, look at it. How's that? Yeah, weird. Learned everything from him. <laughs> Darcy, um, fuck Dave. It's a lot of money, dude. It's a lot, dude. Two hundred million. Four hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow. Yeah, four hundred fifty. Fucking loved that guy. Like you think everybody about, did. God damn, Bill. Everybody hates him now. Everybody loved him. I know. Him. Sick bastard. All right, here's a guy that was everywhere, then he just disappeared off the face of the earth. Dane Cook? Richard Simmons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone hates Dane Cook, too. Pay-per-view. Richard Simmons. Shit. 75. Exactly right. What oh, the, the fuck's fuck? going on <laughs> Yeah. Here? Yeah. Guys are right in my wheelhouse. My book club. The next one you better get right because Wait. you're a bigger fan than, than any of the other Richard two. Simmons, uh, dude, I think he made money. I'll say $140 million. It says $20 million. No, no way, dude. He cleaned up. I don't know what to tell you. That's all that's $20 million is a lot for 75-year-old Richard Simmons. I, I got know. it. Deal a meal. All right, last one. I really do hope you get this one right. This one, Cheryl Ladd. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. If Cheryl had called and said, I'm in El Centro. Yeah. And I'm only going to be here till midnight. But the only way I'm even thinking about meeting up with you at fucking Chick-fil-A <laughs> is if you promise to never call Erica again, I would make that deal in a second. Got to. For Cheryl Ladd? Please. To go. Go over there. <laughs> call Ben Verlander, leave me alone. God, she, how do you put an age on perfection? Uh, say 72. Dude, nailed all yeah! three. Yeah! Nailed all Woo! three. Good job. Good I'll job. Say, I'll say uh, 35 million. $12 million. Fucking perfect. <laughs> there you go. You got all three. That was really good. Okay. All right, five random questions. They're all sports questions. Okay. Do you when you think back to the Major League Baseball All Star Game, do you have a favorite one? I do actually. Uh, Two thousand one. Okay. Being there uh, and being a part of that whole deal was incredible. And and for you and I to be, I mean, we didn't know Tony was pretty strong with us at that point. He was. A lot of shit changed for the better. When we quit KFMB or got blown out because we wouldn't break the union, because Tony was a union guy, and that that ratcheted shit up for us. But to be there for him was great. But uh, being at the one that we talked about uh, with my man Deuce Spruce behind home plate, the first one, Griffey. Yeah, 92. Puckett and all those guys, awesome. But, um, and honestly, I mean, we just joked about it. Kyle Kraska had been shot. Yeah. And when Kraska came up to us at Home Run Derby and said, hey, man, can I talk to you guys? And we got that worked out. Because uh, I don't really think we have beef with anybody, and that's the way I like it. Yeah. So that was that was kind of cool, too. Do you have a particular favorite one? I do have beef. Gina the Latina. Still oh, not a God. fan. Dude. Never talked to me in the hallway. <laughs> she hated Fuck her. 
He hated your guts. Dude, she did. Every day I'd say hi. Nothing. Why? I so don't know. Dumb. I know you'd yell at me every time. Why do you keep saying hi? Because it's human nature. You we walk get... by somebody in the morning, which is you too. Hey, yeah. Gina. Fucking my, boom. My patented move, and I only pulled it off like three times. And and you can say whatever you want. Yeah. I, I couldn't give less of a fuck. Gina Little Bettina is not one of the nicer people you're ever going to meet. She is not. Um, Frankie is great. Yeah. Frankie's a great dude. But Gina has this huge chip on her shoulder. And there was one door at iHeart that was kind of a push. Most of them are a very heavy door. But I timed it at least three times where she was there walking behind me. And I would just push and walk through and not hold the door for her. Good. And it would get, it never hit her. But, it, like, she would be, like, four paces yeah. behind me. The door would close, like, in three paces. So it's just about, and she'd have to push it again. Yeah. And I just thought that was. That's good. That was my own personal did. vendetta against her. Because. Uh, She's the only girl I pulled that, the line you'd never pull on a woman. When I said, congratulations, when are you doing? Terrible. That I did. I'm not doing that. I I'm did. not going to hold did the that. door for her. I did that. I don't like that. Yeah, it wasn't cool. Yeah. I just didn't hold the door for her. She probably didn't eat for two weeks after I said that. Couldn't stop crying. <laughs> but F Frankie was great. Most of the women over there were great, right? Everyone was fine, except her. Yeah. She had a bad attitude. She's not coming in here. You know who's, She's not invited. You know who we should get in here is that maniac caner. Fine. You think we've, she, we've had her in before. No, I know, but I mean, yeah. she's, never, she's got to come down and of hang out. she would. She would. All right. For me, the All-Star game that stands out, 1981. It was, there was a strike. Remember? Yes. Right in the middle of the fucking year. And look, for anyone who's a baseball fan like we are, we're like, when can Friday get here fast enough? Because you're freaking out without a baseball game. Yes. You had no idea as a kid of when, if they were ever going to come back and play baseball. Nope. And all of a sudden, strike is settled, and the first game played is the 81 All-Star game in Cleveland. That's right. Do you right. remember that? Gary Carter hit two home runs, was MVP. I just got here, um, so I think that game probably would have been on, like, ABC, right? Probably, like, Channel 10. ABC or NBC, I have no yeah. idea. Dude, that's funny. But that was the one, and there, the uniforms were crazy. Like, everyone had crazy colored uniforms. Yeah. You know, between the Orioles and the Pirates, and everyone had crazy uniforms. But, yeah, mm -hmm. that was the game. Cleveland Municipal, Municipal Stadium. If you can remember all that, I hope you're all playing Immaculate Grid because yeah. Dave and Josh ruined my life. <laughs> Getting you on this thing, dude. You got a perfect score yesterday. I did, and then I went, and then I tanked today with a five. <laughs> ah, dude, I always laugh. Hey, I have no brain now. Yeah, but everything goes back to when I was 11. Yeah, I get stupid shit like Ron Kittle or Rick Zarone. Yeah, then Bob Feller fucked me three yeah, days Bob ago. Feller fucked me too. Goddamn, A Rod Griffey Jr. today. God damn it. Dude, Kyle Lewis and uh, Julio Rodriguez, both one rookie of the year. How the fuck do you miss those? You got to know every journeyman. Yeah. And then, dude, all right, I'm going to give you a tip. All right. Let me hear it's it. funny. Josh used it today at work. Edwin Jackson works for almost everybody. Dude, that's good. Koufax works yeah. for a lot, too. And anything that's a pitching gym, it's always Koufax. Yeah. But if you're looking for guys that played for two teams, Edwin, Edwin Jackson and Nelson Cruz. Nelly fuck. Cruz is great. Dude, just look for those guys. Dude, Bobby Bonds played for everybody, too. Dude, I, uh, I got uh, Don Baylor. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but if you remember those names, yes. if you're stuck, dude, there's a good chance you're going to nail Baylor it just off of one guy. of those. That is so Lee funny. Lee Mazzilli was great for me Bill yesterday. Mets Yankee. Yeah, they made funny. such a big deal about it. Who gave a shit? But when you get it, 
<laughs> if you don't know, go to Immaculate Grid. If you're a baseball yeah. fan, you'll love it, and then you'll hate us for doing it. It's the first thing it. we do when, in the morning. Yeah, when Dave texts me at 545, have you played yet? <laughs> ah, no? <laughs> like, so dumb. Josh asked me, because how did you get Mark Burley? Did you have Mark Burley? Did he have the Marlins Blue Jays player? No, I had, uh, I fucked that one up. Josh goes, how did you get it? I go, remember Burley left for the Blue Jays for a shitload of money. Dude, I think I put Burley today. I put him in Arizona, Chicago. Oh, God dang it. Oh, the one we fucked up the other day. If anybody, you got to play this game. Josh did the same thing I did. 30 home runs, Tigers. And I typed in Prince Fielder. Yep, Uh. hit it. Nope. That was Cecil. (laughs) Get, get. Oh, my God. This game's so fun. That is so dumb. All right. Here we go. What's more entertaining, the slam dunk contest or the home run derby? Home run derby. I agree with you. I agree. How about that kid getting smoked by 116 miles an hour in the face? Jesus Christ. They got to figure out a better scoring system. Okay. I was thinking about this because it's so hard to figure out. It goes too fast. Yeah. I like the idea of giving each guy 10 or 15 pitches. Yeah. And there's no basic time limit. Let's see him. I mean, because you can't follow the ball. You can't can't enjoy it. Well, ESPN's... Coverage was terrible. Terrible. I mean, Ravage is boring. I agree. And who was who was with him? I can't. Eduardo Perez. Uh, yeah, I think it was Eduardo. Boring. Terrible. Dude, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm with you. That's to be a better way. The best thing about a home run is watching the ball sail. But if a guy hits 41 and then you zero it out, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, now I'm with you. Home run derby is better than slam dunk contest. Um, here we go. Which player would you like to see in the home run derby every year? Um. Oh, that's cool. You know, I mean, Judge is the easy answer, right? Yeah, but, uh, and but Judge probably, has won one. Uh, probably Shohei. Shohei would be cool. What about Bryce Harper again? Ah, eh, all right. See take him before. or leave him. Yeah, take him or leave him. Um, I got. I love guys like Mookie, but I mean, you got to get the guys in there. I mean, John Carlos Santon's never healthy. But the guys that can really, uh, Fernando would be a guy, dude. Fernando, yeah, I think Fernando would be great in it. Um, just because those kind of guys, but like Shohei, Fernando, guys that can just legit crush it. I mean, the guy watching Julio hit the other day, yeah, and they pointed it out on ESPN. I thought it was cool. The guy throwing the pitches, his legs never moved. He just stood yeah. frozen. That was wild. And he was still just like kind of darts. Yeah, yeah. He was Ted Lasso, but throwing them at like. <laughs> I mean, dude, you throw like that when you're hitting the ball 440 feet. There's a little velocity coming in. He's not using his hips yeah. or his legs at all. That was cool. That was wild. Yeah, it's um, it, God dang, it's it's interesting the way the whole thing breaks down. I was watching this thing, and you're gonna go out because you're a Dodger homer. Mookie had 11 home runs. Okay, yeah. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. wins the whole thing. Yeah, I love in, Vlad. In the regular season, Mookie has 26 home runs. Vlad has like half that. Yeah. It shows you at Mookie at five foot eight, one sixty. What an incredible baseball player he is! Meaning he squares up so many more balls than Vlad Jr. does. Yeah, because as a big guy, you don't have to square everything up for it to go out. For Mookie just, to hit it out, he has to do everything right. I do love that Preller went after him. By the way, can we get yeah. Preller a goddamn media coach? Hire Katie Temple. If I hear this fucking idiot say, "You know, you know," is that you what know? he's doing? It's awful. Ah, oh, that son of a bitch. And I know there's people in there listening to the show. Get it fixed. <laughs> Get it fixed or don't put the mic in front of them. Oh, don't my let them God. Talk it's anymore. embarrassing. <laughs> All right, here we go. Baseball has made some major changes over the last few years. What do you think of this idea? Okay. You can say no. You split up the United States, meaning 15 teams 
that will be on the East, 15 teams that will be considered the West, like the Eastern Conference, Western Conference, and basketball. That way you're guaranteed a, a World Series of East versus West. I would like that. Would I'd be go fine with that. Yeah. I think the players would love it. Less travel. Yeah. yeah. Right? I, yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd have... Well, the difference being, though, like NBA, you just go through for one game. At, uh, I'm thinking about NHL. You know, you play... You play one game with the Rangers, then you play the Devils. Yeah. You maybe go into uh, the Islanders. You can still run the series. My point is, at the end of the year, it, you have a fan bases from both sides of the United States. Yeah, I like it. There yeah, you go. You I'm shocked, you, I'm shocked no, you, like you're it. interested in that. All right, here we go. Um, anything, hang on, Dave. The, yeah. the thing being, anything to bring back the element of surprise mystique in the games, because... Well, I love the fact that the pods are playing in Toronto next week and you can watch those games. Yeah. It dilutes that energy of seeing Vlad on the field with Tatis that you used to get in yeah. in these games. So That's true. Anything that would bring back that kind of energy, that element would be pretty cool. All right, last question. If you were the Padres, would you offer Blake Snell a contract right now for how many years and how much? I would not. You I would, would not. not. Really? Uh, to me, he is he's pitching his ass off. Which is great. I would not do it based, and I think, I don't know. I wouldn't say anything. But you, for me, I look at the the total picture yeah. when he's here. And no doubt about it, he's been unbelievable and fantastic to watch. I would not. Would you? I would. I what would. are you offering him? I'm, I'm going to go really high. You're going to go, you're crazy. I'm going five years, $150 million. I knew you were going to say that. There's no yeah. fucking way I'm doing a year. That. Oh, my God. He's better than Scherzer and better than Verlander. who got 40-something million. Ugh. And then next year when he's four and two-thirds <laughs> and he's at 98 pitches, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking chuck this water bottle at you. Do you think he's a Mariner next year? Um, no. But, uh, he could be, actually. Yeah. yeah, he could be. They should have put him on the National League All-Star team. They should have brought him home. That would have been cool. Yeah. But... I mean, it would have been easy to do. The fucking guy was pitcher of the month. He's been unbelievable. I just... It's God. like him and Xander switch, switch yeah. places. Xander hasn't been good since April, and can, Snell can, sucked in April. Can I say this? Yeah. Uh, if he if he does it, and again, to try to repeat what he did the month of June, to try to say, we'll do it again for July. He's on, on his way. Nine yeah. straight starts. Outstanding. Let's just say this. If we get to August 15th, and he's maintaining, then I have the right to... To change it. Okay. Because then you go, yeah, this fucking guy's killing it. And he might be the one guy keeping us from drowning. But I just, I don't know that I do five. Yeah. 30 million's a lot. But, I mean, you're giving Xander 27. By the way, the game Jeff and I went to on Saturday, we saw Snell pitch. Ugh. And we're like, dude, this guy's striking out everybody. It was crazy. But we could not figure out how many strikeouts he had because we were blocked. Yeah, they got to fix that. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was insane. Like, literally, I had to pull out my phone to go to ESPN.com while yeah. I'm at the game to figure out they his gotta, stats. They gotta do, they've done such a great job down there. It's pretty hard to critique anything at Petco yeah. Park. But that is one thing that they probably need to look at is It Snell, shouldn't be better on TV than in right, person. Snell, Darvish... Musgrove, these guys are strikeout pitchers. There's got to be a way for everybody, especially on a night like that, Dave. And I'm sure somebody yeah. down there paid attention to it, but they they got to figure that out. It yeah. would not. I'd be shocked if they're not having that conversation already, because yeah, when Snell 
Musgrove, Darvish are dealing. Yeah, everybody wants to be in on it. Yep. Because when you watch that K light up, there's going to be a charge. But right now, I don't know that people know where to look. No. Well, and we were we were looking for it, but when we were in lower section, yeah. And, but we were blocked out. We couldn't see. And thank you to James Royal. Oh, no James, kidding. We thank you very much. Him the other night, absolutely. Yeah, unbelievable seats. And thank you so much to James for hooking us up. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we're back on uh, Sunday. We'll see everybody Sunday night, All and right. then let us know if you want to be down here August first. We'll try to make room for as many as we can there we go okay Back screen door 